0: I'm Oscar Rios from Golden Goblin Press, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop Podcast.
1: Everybody. This is our 14th session of Rogue Trader tonight. Uh, last session got a little dicey. The rest of the crew took it upon themselves to, eh, you know, create a little mayhem, maybe kill a couple of people. Uh, eh, you know, they were probably bad people, so it probably works all out in the end. Uh, Venari was uh, was bothered from his his night of leisure. Uh, ran in pitching up a fit I uh, got into a pissing match with the uh, local pdf guy uh roderick uh whatever his last name is Honingsburg.
2: he is not a pdf idiot he's, no, no. he's in charge of the planet yeah
1: yeah no, no that's what he's, i was gonna say he's the governor of the planet or, yeah, you know, roderick whatever. shows up and, and of course he's pissed off as well because it's the middle of the night people are on fire like it's a whole thing <laughs>
2: Uh, As so, they tend to be in, that's... in every Warhammer
1: 40k game, <laughs> people tend to be on fire. So we were uh, we were disarmed and uh, driven to the palace in a limo. So it wasn't like under, you know, under the worst of circumstances. But uh, we are more or less under house arrest at the Honingsburg Mansion. So that's
3: we'll... Fairly accurate
1: see what happens. All right uh, I I wasn't
2: you mentioned that we may have faded to black as you were walking into the palace uh, last episode in which case we're going to smash cut to uh, Roderick's let's say private meeting room. Uh, It's not like the ballroom or the dining room. It's part study slash library slash conference room kind of deal. Um, So there's obviously like old, there's a ton of books and stuff. The chairs are, you know, everything's fairly uh, regal in general. Clearly they have wealth um, and besides just, I know this is, I don't know how many sessions we've been on this planet, but, uh, if people have forgotten, it's sort of not empire level technology on this planet in general, but the palaces and kind of elite guard have, you know, like plasma weapons and significantly higher level technology than Say, you know, the general populace, um, some of which are even like, you know, just like farmer farmers that are using like maybe some industrial machinery, like 20th century almost machinery. Um, so the palace reminds you a lot more of sort of imperial uh, uh, facilities, at least as far as technology and level of ludicrous, uh, you know, just like grandiosity in general. Um, Roderick, uh, yeah, is uh, middle-aged, uh, obviously in good shape. He carries uh, a power sword and a plasma pistol, uh, which clearly, you know, shows his significance to the rest of the community. Uh, very well dressed, well-appointed, um, sort of a functional regality like almost like military sort of garb with like a large cloak so he's definitely an an imposing figure if you uh you know kind of were a a a general citizen kind of the like you know kind of slick back sort of salt and pepper hair um definitely looks like uh someone that doesn't often get trifled with um, and used to getting what he wants. He's seated at a large, not a throne, just a large ornate chair, sort of at the head of a conference table. Uh, you are seated around the table. They have several serpents that have come by and there's you know, water and that sort of stuff. But there's also, uh, they've poured sort of a local wine uh, of some sort and uh, they've, you know, he's had sort of like, you know, finger food type stuff brought by the, the kitchen staff, um, and so he's he's kind of silent for a minute, and looking over the room, uh, before he says, "So, you seem to cause quite a stir in the community in more ways than one." I had heard a ship from the Imperium had docked. I was letting the Imperial functionaries handle it. I hear that that was a friendly enough exchange. He looks at at Thadari. I had hoped that would be all and that my hand would not need to be forced To intervene that we would simply go on as we did before the storm. But it seems you couldn't stay out of trouble and I based on how you look, I'm going to assume you're not. Well, I'll cut to the chase. I have registries of writs of Trade so clearly I know. You're a rogue trader and used to getting what you want, but this is my planet. I won't let you wholesale slaughter religious leaders and cause complete chaos. I'd like to at least hear your version of the story before I make any rash judgments.
1: So Venari just kind of squints at Jarnan and the rest of the crew. <laughs> Oh. By the way, he also
2: does have two, like, there's a door behind him. that's like, you don't know where it goes, but there's like two guards in like full, like heavy carapace with plasma rifles and like a bandolier of like plasma grenades.
1: Yeah. So he, he just looks and he, you know, kind of settles back in the chair and he says, uh, you know, we we had wished, uh, you know, for the same thing. The uh, you know, a pre, the Imperium had approached us uh, when it was noticed that the the storm had receded and wished to uh, renew contact and and uh, you know have the the grain shipments uh, you know fulfilled again. Uh, the planet was a, a, a good producer uh, by all uh, records that that they had. Uh, our intentions and again, kind of like. Cox's head to the rest of the crew was not to cause any undue stress for anyone here. Uh it was unfortunately noted, however, that the grain, at least some of the grain, uh had been subtly tainted by the warp. This was something that I had wished to bring to your attention under better circumstances than what we find ourselves in now. But uh, my navigator, and he you know, kind of points over to, to Kynock assures me that there is definitely uh, a strange taint here that perhaps you have been unaware of. Of course, I would
2: never, as you point out, allow corruption from chaos or the warp the entities therein to taint our community, our tithe to the Imperium, of course. I must question though, you wanted to bring this to my attention, but instead it seems perhaps you're not in control of your men as a captain would or should be. They simply are allowed to go off and wholesale slaughter in a temple, sacred temple, regardless of your claims you should still I can't perhaps impugn on your rights as a rogue trader but you still must answer to the law of my planet imperial law or otherwise so we're at somewhat of an impasse, because I can't certainly have a ship's crew land on the planet, murder our citizens, those held in high regard by the community, and let that simply pass. I, ass- I assume you understand my position here as the leader of this planet, that I can't simply allow that to pass unpunished kynak
0: will kind of clear his throat in an attempt to get attention
2: he looks over roderick looks at him
0: perhaps it is that you have been so detached from from civilization and from the imperium for so long but you speak of law and you speak of of order and control and uh Yes, well, it is true that that you do run this small establishment, Uh, you forget that you are still part of the empire, and you might lead here, but you do not lead the empire. That is up to the God King. That is not your role. And if you will notice, and he will gesture over to uh to to the uh, which am I, why, why can't I remember your name now? Bessie.
3: <laughs> Jarn, Jarn, Jarn.
0: Jarnin. I add it. Uh, he'll gesture over to Jarnin. and he's like, here we have the mouthpiece, the light. He is a piece of the divine. Do you think that your rule, that your law is higher than
2: his? he glares at you very stone-faced
1: yeah. venari glares
2: <laughs> and you notice he's you, you see just like seething rage behind his face but he keeps you get it a
0: little smirk on kainox's face
2: just enough together to reach down and very very slowly take a sip of the wine, set it back down, and sort of cracks his neck and leans back. I'm aware that I'm a citizen of the Empire, the Imperium of Humanity, and one of its agents, and not only that, one of its leaders. You insult my name and my legacy, calling us this small community? And who are you? You are but some freak who sees into the warp at the bidding of this captain. You're simply a tool necessary for the Imperium to function. Don't lecture me on my role as an Imperial citizen. Do not question my authority on this planet as it is given directly by the God Emperor himself. I have divine right to rule over this land more so than any of you have a divine right to go about whatever business rogue traders, scrupulous or otherwise get into. And as for him, he has been a missionary. He is but a pawn in the ecclesiarchy. Sure, many of them, they have fire in their bellies looking for heresy at every step. But he is not a high priest. He is not an inquisitor. (laughs) Uh, Show me a rosette. Show me you're even a member of the Inquisition. You can't challenge my authority here. The best you can do is ask for forgiveness for your actions. You may, as as a rogue trader crew, be able to leave with your lives without my mercy. That would be the best of outcomes for you. But I would suggest we try to work together and be civil to one another i don't wish to have to contact anyone in the administratum i don't wish to speak to the ecclesiarchy as far as what rogue members of your crew have decided to do completely uh, without any intervention from local law enforcement or even reaching out To me, I would have simply, I would have definitely heard you out. I would have been clearly willing to hear your story. But instead, you decide to go and murder my citizens. It seems absurd that you feel like you can talk down to me. You're the one sitting around this table without any weapons. Clearly, we aren't a bunch of backwater yokels as you may infer we have imperial technology the royal family is quite rich with both thrones and technology we were well favored by the god emperor so who are you to question me and more importantly lord captain who are you to let your men speak to the governor of this fine imperial haven as if I were nothing but the shit on the boot of some peasant? I'd ask that you control your men, or I will control them for you.
1: He, like, like you see his jaw clench. He doesn't say anything. He just, he kind of leans forward and he laces his hands on the table. Tries to like, you know, he takes a moment to like, so he doesn't say anything stupid. And he's just like, ultimately, a captain is responsible for his men and their actions. I give my crew maybe more leeway than most. Uh, It keeps them engaged. Uh, It gives them a sense of purpose. Uh, I'm sure you can understand that the navigator and he kind of like, you know, kind of like half waves a hand over to Kynak is uh, quite fiery in his way. And I'm sure he meant no disrespect. It's like glares daggers to Kynak. I'll definitely
0: have kind of like a, mm.
1: (laughs) yeah, I figured. Yeah. Um, When I uh, received the transmission from my missionary, he informed me that uh, the high priestess had used some sort of psi power against him. Jordan, perhaps you can rationally discuss what took place so we can come to the bottom of this. Surely we don't want to uh, bother Roderick with any more than we need to. And hopefully that we can, come to a suitable conclusion for everyone.
2: Yes, enlighten me,
4: cleric of the God Emperor's Light. Please. We didn't intend what happened in the Queen Mother's chambers. We simply went to interrogate her to get all of the information before we brought it before you. Information that you clearly did not have in regards to the Queen Mother being tainted by the warp Upon questioning her, she lashed out and tried to control my mind, which the God Emperor did not allow her to do. I felt that she was too much of a threat to stand further on this planet. I was afraid that she would take control of one of my weaker minded crewmates. So I burned her and I purified her, something that you apparently. We're unwilling to do no disrespect.
2: He grinned when you said weak minded and like he, he looks over at Kynok and kind of grins. And then when you say burned her, his face sours <laughs> quickly. You say I'm unwilling to have done anything about some corruption right under my nose. And it's only convenient that it's your word against that of a dead woman, a woman who has dedicated her life, as far as I have known, to providing the tithe, even though your ships have not come. She has remained loyal to creating the tithe, to harvesting it, to feeding the people, and yet, you claim I'm unwilling to sacrifice her without any evidence. Not, none of my uh, citizens have uh, any uh, have ever admitted any suspicion of the Harvest Mother of of her, the members of her church, of the workers in the fields. All of this to me is hearsay. You have not proven a thing.
4: Uh, if I and may yet speak, you accuse me of doing nothing. If I may speak, good king, I actually have a good amount of evidence if you would be willing to go for a quick drive.
2: Okay, present, let's, if you would like to, absolutely. Unlike many of you, it seems, I'm willing to put my self where my mouth is. I will back up my statements. I'm more than willing to listen to your concerns. However, I would also bring my own cadre of uh, experts in order to confirm anything you say. I assume that's more than acceptable to you if what you're saying is the truth
4: absolutely I was actually going to recommend it I would not trust us if I were you either so I was actually going to suggest you bring your own people to double check our claim my claim is simple we go look at the tithe you have your people check it out and see that it has been tainted by the warp Quite a bit, actually. And then, once you see this evidence, if we may, my compatriot here did not only sense the Queen Mother, but also a stronger warp entity. In with your allowance, I would ask that we are allowed to hunt down this stronger warp creature and take care of that for you as well.
2: Ah, an even
4: greater threat
2: in the shadows, eh? Sure, certainly. Let's find out. I will leave you. I'll have my men escort you to your quarters. Refresh yourselves however you like. I'll gather my uh, warp attuned enlisted and I'll summon you shortly.
4: We'll go walk the tithe as you say. That is sounds amazing uh may i request one further allowance when we go check this tithe? i'm not
2: sure in that position but go ahead you can make the request whether i grant it is to be seen
4: uh may you bring a couple more guards with you and have them carry our weapons In case something does happen, we will at least be able to protect ourselves and you, your majesty.
2: I'll consider it. That's all I ask. He nods. The two guards, one of them you see, like, touch sort of a communicator. Uh, He he kind of comb beads Uh, up. Contingent of well armed soldiers uh, come in through the door you came through, not the one the guards were guarding, and kind of motion for you to follow them to your quarters.
1: I'm assuming, like, if we don't check in at some point, it could turn out poorly. Like, I don't, like, we didn't establish, like, we don't have check in, like, to the ship, right? So, like, if they don't hear from (laughs) us. Uh, like we, so don't we don't have like a is... procedure in place right like we haven't established this sort of thing before
2: no you could i mean because i would i would I'll let say if you have some reasonable expectation that your crew would do a thing without <laughs> having this happen in an amount of time i'll let you have that protocol in place sure
1: As long as not
2: insane, like, you know, if you don't hear with me in 40 hours, destroy
1: the (laughs) planet. Right, right, right. No, I just, so I don't know, like, I, I assume there's somewhat regular communication between the crew and the ship. Like, so as they run scans and they're, like, doing their daily stuff, they're like, oh, Captain, blah, 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 whatever. Or it's like, oh, hey, I'm bringing dinner down, so, like, I won't be back tonight. Sure, but, or, or you know, uh, I'll check in. This-
2: yes, you were communicating with them pretty recently, actually, right? So earlier in the night, you had yeah. to bring a shuttle down. Your shuttle has a long-range communicator. Your com bead cannot reach the ship, yeah. but a you'd need like the long-range antenna uh, or long-range com relay to be able to do that to the ship. Right. Um, so
1: and but- the skull couldn't do it either, right? The skull would be close no, close range no,
2: no, no. yeah no the only way you're going to get communication to the ship is through either a ship based communication device because that's meant to do that right right or a you know land to air you know land to you know like a the dock you know the dock clearly has that kind of communications i'm sure He's got something. Someone here in the pa- somewhere in the palace, there's definitely communications that can reach orbit for sure. Or you need an astropath. Um, that also works. Uh, you probably are more likely to gain access to a physical comm relay than you are an astropath willing to betray <laughs> whoever's in charge but you you could try if you find an astropath, I'm sure. Um, did we,
3: when the shuttle came down, did we send it back up, or is it still down
2: planet side?
1: I think they were chilling there. Yeah. yeah,
2: they were staying, but you also got stuff delivered from the ship, so another shuttle came down. Now, I don't know if they went back up. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but you brought, like, a whole thing. So less than four hours ago you had a ship you said ship bring down stuff yeah yeah so as far as they're concerned shit's just peachy because you're using your fancy ship resources to get laid and (laughs) they don't expect to hear from you till next morning so nothing they're they're definitely not going to be like hey we haven't heard from anybody because they definitely heard from you I don't yeah. know if your chef shuttle I would assume they went back. Probably went there. back, yeah. But even then, by the time you did dinner, blah blah blah, then you ended up getting interrupted and going there, like they had you know, they probably made it back and were just getting yeah, you know, yeah. they're still doing shit. So you haven't been out of communication for long.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair just establishing a timeline to see so yeah we'll, we'll let it go for now but then you know the longer this goes on then you know he would he would suggest at some point that you know he'd be able to access you know communicator to let you know to let the ship know that we're being uh you know graced with his hospitality sort of thing
2: okay uh yeah you'd have to like find a way to do that at the moment so yeah. you would have to like sneak around to do it or No no,
1: I would ask him like flat out. Like he could just stand there. Like I mean that would be his oh, thing. You're oh, you're going to ask
2: be- him to use to to communicate to the ship?
1: Yeah, probably not now then, right? So if it's only been like a couple hours then yeah, they're they're probably not expecting yeah. us to do anything but like in the morning, like sure. you know when they were roused, he'd be like, uh, "Hey, we'll probably check in and Yeah. You know like uh, yeah. There, uh, yeah, you know. yeah.
2: You can yeah. definitely do that. Cool. You can definitely ask for that, um, like, in in the morning. Um, he's not super pissed, it seems, that he has to go dick around in some fucking fields <laughs> at fucking butt crack at midnight, but, you know. So, we're all together, right? So, we've been left, I guess, just the four of us standing You're around. We're in individual quarters. Okay. Um, yeah. Individual quarters... They are locked, and well, they're locked. That's that's all you know because you're inside. <laughs> uh, you still have uh, no. They would have taken your microbeads. They they basically have every like clothes they let you have. Obviously, anything that you would have with you, like clothing wise, um, you have a fully functional and. Very nice even for like I mean it's 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 palace guest accommodations. It's not like a brig or anything. This is like guest bedrooms in a palace bedrooms uh that you are in. Uh yes, the doors are sealed, locked, um, but bed there's even like Changes of clothes for kind of like the local style There's you know, full on bathroom, very nice accommodations actually. Uh, but yes, the only thing they've left you of your, of your equipment would be clothing, like any additional clothing you might have. But as far as equipment, they would not, they would have had that held separately.
1: So do I still have the skull then? Cause it was clearly with me.
2: Uh, they're not gonna take a servo skull from a rogue trader captain, probably.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I they probably put like you know the the fucking the chain lock on the on the fucking last pistol or whatever. Not that they would probably be all too concerned with the last pistol, but they put a blank it like a parrot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not sure they would have taken that from you per se because it's like a, I don't know. It's not really a status thing. thing. It's kind of like you're, yeah, it's just kind of like you're a rogue trader captain. It's like, well, if I take his gun, that makes sense because he might shoot me. But like taking a servo skull is kind of insulting to her. Like that would be kind of like insulting to a rogue trader captain. Like you still have some like prestige and he's kind of like, that's fine. So yeah, that, that goes. Um, Can I get a a check from Kynoch for um, I'm blanking on the name?
1: Cyanessence. Cyanessence.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Is a in eighty one out of fifty eight. Got fate points. I'm not sure I want to waste them just yet.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Uh
0: I only have two.
2: I probably should have like just rolled it myself, so you didn't know if if you, what you rolled. But I uh, don't
0: the game. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, you don't you don't detect anything particularly yep. strange. Yeah, he gives you half an hour to you know, freshen up. Uh, you hear knocks on your doors. All right, let's get on. Let's get moving, guys. That's clearly a guard's voice. You don't hear his voice. Mm-hmm
1: yeah I guess we all file out into the hallway then all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna
3: grab I'm gonna grab Venari a little bit back. I'm assuming there's guards around us, but I want to grab him real quick and just say, you know captain um the, the things that the three of us saw and discussed amongst ourselves in with the harvest mother are we should we keep those to ourselves or should we also discuss with uh the people around us? So, anything information that myself and Kynok and Jarnan saw or assumed in that room, should we keep that to ourselves or should that be more widely disseminated?
1: Well, I believe we have all cards on the table at this point. Uh, Roderick is certainly unhappy with our behavior. So, we should use everything at our disposal to convince him that we are in the right.
3: Okay. And then I'll just step back in line and keep
2: walking.
1: Okay. Uh the guards kinda of
2: shuffle you toward through the palace, kind of winding hallways. Ooh, ooh, Yeah.
1: Uh so it seemed like he had some kind of like weird Eldar shit on him. His pistol was like an Eldar pistol or something like that. I think you'd first
2: uh, yeah. Indicated. Yeah, he does have a Zenith. Yeah. I forgot I said that, yes
1: uh so as so as we were walking before, and then like kind of as we're walking out, can I make uh what is it an awareness to see like if there's any other like weird xenos either you know artifacts objects or like art or some like you know some indication of like sure. this guy's maybe got some other contacts or whatever, sure. All right. Uh, let's see. Awareness. This perception thirty seven's not terrific. Let's see what happens. Uh, Eighty five. He doesn't see shit. Yeah,
2: you, don't, <laughs> you don't notice anything else, um, other than yeah, his pistol. Um, it is a plasma based pistol, but it's yeah. You, you, you did notice it was bar in design, most likely, um, which is. I think right. that's what you said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I definitely did mention that. I just forgot that I did that because I didn't get through <laughs> it, and that was not something I made notes of. Um, yeah, but he he does have that.
1: Okay, so Venari doesn't have like art history, so like he just if it's there, he just doesn't fucking gloss Yeah, over.
2: or you at least don't. As you're walking through, you don't see. You just don't see anything that yeah. um, like. Particularly stands out as Zenos in origin. Okay. So uh, they take you as you're walking through. Um, they have sort of APC type PDF vehicles. So the Personal Defense Force has these you know, personnel carriers. Um, they uh, ask you to get into, you know, split between two of them. Uh Roderick's there. He will be in the lead one, uh, with the captain of the guard, or at least you assume the captain of the guard is the most decorated of the guards. He uh motions for Venari and Amaeus because he was quiet. <laughs>
1: Yes, has pissed him <laughs> off yet. Like, he's the
2: one that wasn't a dickhead, so he's like, I don't mind him. But I've scribbled some stuff down, so we'll see how that goes. He <laughs> you guys in his and asks the other two to go to the other one. When we get, I assume you put up yeah. no resistance. No. I
0: when, no we, when we get to all. the vehicle, too, Kynock will, will step back in gesture to Venari, like, after you, sir. Wordless, but like with a
1: he just he just nods like slight incline of the head to you as he you know brushes forward and gets into uh, Roderick's vehicle. All right,
2: uh, so and and there is so uh, Kaok and Jarnan's vehicle is all guard guards, like just dude guards, regular guards. Uh Roderick's vehicle uh with the with the other two crew members has uh two cloaked figures that you assume I'm gonna say Kleinak doesn't have to make a check. They're definitely psychers. Really? Of some sort. Yeah. Well, I mean someone who you just said you gotta detect warp yeah. tape, so he True. had to yeah. have a psyker with him to yeah. do it. Um so you don't know what their role is. They could be astropaths, they could be psychers, like you know, psychers, they could be navigators potentially, but you don't recognize any symbology on their robes to indicate as such not sure why you would send a navigator per se either because that's not really their role he wouldn't necessarily have navigators on hand if he doesn't have ships that he takes mm-hmm. um
0: is there any all right. sorry you definitely ahead.
2: feel like psyker presence from them. yeah um... as well as a couple guard guards but
3: ooh uh
0: no it's there... all right is there I'm not sure if I even necessarily have to make a check with this. Okay? But I um I'd like to to kind of make con like eye contact with one of the psychers. How many? Okay. Can, all right. Ooh, all right. First off, can I check? Can I make a check to see how many I detect? Like I know I kind of get the R. Yeah, you can do a license check. Yeah, I, so I'll do that to to See if I can single out any of them. Sure. Um, Let's see. Ooh, that is a nine out (laughs) of 58.
2: You are able to get a very clear bead on the, uh, on the warp energies uh, off of, of the individuals. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, you detect one of the cloaked figures. Mm Mm-hmm. To be a psyker. The other, you get no psyker vibe mm-hmm. off of. And one of the guards that's just in a regular guard uniform hmm. that's also in the going in the lead vehicle, you detect warp powers. Okay. Um, so, you know, I guess you can. I mean, I don't know if you have. It's not saying something crazy to say, like, clearly, if you have two mysterious cloaked figures and only mm-hmm. one of them is a Psyker and you have another Psyker that looks like a guard. Right. It's kind of a, you know, it's like a disguise type, you know, right keep you on your toes type deal.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming... The, I, I can make the assumption that either A, they cloaked two with only having one figuring like we'll think we're outnumbered or awesome. they also put the other guy they put the other Psyker in just regular guard clothes to hide and put him with the other people to hide that fact.
2: Yeah, either um, one. Totally possible.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll make eyes with the one that I... So I'll the one that I, I now... The cloaked guy I know is not a psyker. Okay. I'll kind of just look at him and give him kind of like a bead. Okay. The other one I'll then quickly turn to kind of like give him a little bit of a nod. And in my navigator secret tongue... Okay. Um, just say, hail brother.
2: Uh, he just kind of scrunches his face like, hmm? And then she kind of shakes his head and keeps going
0: so then in in high gothic <laughs> i will say <laughs> depressing figuring that they probably don't speak that as well but i know that um i know i know that uh Jarnin does so
2: yeah nothing else yeah you don't you don't notice anything else weird from anybody I assume if everyone is aboard you'll go to the the site the the, the grain storage silos and
1: yeah on the, on the way Venari tries to be chatty and charming and <laughs> you know apologetic and you know uh, this is, you know, such an unfortunate situation. I, you know, sometimes the crew gets a little out of hand, uh, you know, but blah, blah. like he would just try to be as disarming and, and smarmy as he normally is in these situations.
3: Sure. Okay. Uh, so when we, when we were in with the Harvest Mother, I think Kainok was saying that he felt the warp shrink back a little bit afterwards. He felt um, the warp tape shrinking back and I think you said that we were in the west of the planet. So was the warp tank
2: shrinking back towards the east, or it was just shrinking back from... Other way around. You guys yeah. were east of okay. the bubble. Okay. And felt he felt sort of a contraction of warp energies pulling toward the west. Towards the west, okay, I got gotcha. you. Into the mountains. Into in the, the mountains, desert. Okay.
3: So while we're while we're going over and Benari's chatting, I'll just kind of say, Your Majesty, uh, some of the anomalies we felt when speaking with the Harvest Mother pointed towards the west of the planet. Uh, how often does the Harvest Mother or the previous leader uh, Mars? Then how often do they go out west towards the mountains, or are they located? just here in the city
2: Mm by you can't imagine why they would it's wastelands out there desert there's nothing to harvest certainly no region to grow nothing to expand into even uh for the fields we have what we need but if they were looking to expand they would certainly be better served going you know north or south of the current fields can't imagine i've course never heard of it uh i don't keep particularly detailed uh records of of where each of them travels i wasn't suspicious of them but can't imagine they would go that way is there anything out
3: towards the west in the mountains or is it just untamed lands uh again
2: deserts rocks very uh desolate area they're I suppose there's some cave systems, Uh, nothing mineable in them though. Uh, We, we generally travel around them, not for any particular reason. They don't seem dangerous, but there's no real reason for us to to bother either. I would just, I I know your
3: patience with myself and my, compatriots is probably at a low ebb right now for the actions that have taken place but i would just point out that they're both good men and once we're done investigating here i would recommend too strong of a word your majesty but i would hope that we could take a look out west because uh there definitely seems to be something going on out there that doesn't fit in with everything else the functioning of, uh, everything else around here.
0: Hmm.
2: What's your name? My name is Emmaus Corsar. sir. It's a pleasure. Just like to say I appreciate your candor, and I also appreciate your deference and respect to, uh, the position that I hold. Uh, I feel like maybe you should teach some of your other compatriots that lesson. I like you. I'll think about it. But I... That's why I, I chose you to come with the captain here. I uh, don't like troublemakers. And like people that know how things work. So, it I seems like, like to... you've taught him well. He looks at
1: Venari. <laughs> <laughs> well some some of them are more malleable than others.
2: <laughs> I would just like to
3: put in a good word for my uh fellow crewmen in the other transport that they may seem a bit rough around the edges, but they know their duty and they stick to it. And the decisions that we had taken and the actions that happened were in keeping with the writ of our rogue trader and for the glory of the god emperor.
2: Race is an eyebrow. I'll consider it. And you get the impression he's serious about it. But it's definitely like a hmm. <laughs> um, you drive along. Anything else while you're traveling?
1: So I think the skull probably still has like the really good anisek. So like sure. so like Venari's like sitting in the chair like this and he kinda just kinda like puts his hand up and the skull kind of like comes over and like puts the bottle in his hand and he's like, Do you have any glasses? Uh, this is you know whatever like vintage and reserve you know so he knows like this is the top top shelf stuff
2: yeah uh, he grins well of course they do and like nods to one of the guards and they like open a compartment and there's like you know like, fo- like really nice you know like scotch, crystal. yeah like crystal scotch like for the good shit style glasses. Um he's like, if you're offering, I certainly wouldn't turn
1: down a nightcap at this time of evening. And indeed I am. And he just like he puts the bottle down like on the you know the, the center console thing for him to pour and then to keep probably
2: <laughs> uh I mean he'll go out he'll give glasses <laughs> So he gives a glass to you, Emmaus, himself.
1: I assume that's it. (laughs) That's
2: it. Yeah, that would be it. And he pours not crazy, but a generous pour for the three of you and raises a glass uh, and says, you know, to a fine drink.
1: And and Venari, like, tinks his glass and he says, to new beginnings. Uh, Do you have a
2: do you have corrals?
1: Uh, I do, unless you Give want charm a, instead.
2: Uh, you can use whichever one you want. I'll say charm or corrals would be, Corals is like, you're not really like getting like hammered, but like either one I think is, depends on what you want the reaction to be. Corrals would be like the get tipsy while on the trip. Charm would be have a few classy j-
1: Right. yeah he's he's sipping right so he doesn't want to be it's up to you it's whatever you want then it's charm if
2: you're doing the like if you're yeah, just yeah. doing like a let's have a glass of scotch on the way and
1: he's he's being it, it it's yeah. more of a of a charm thing like okay, he plans it's on it's leaving charm. the bottle and like he's yeah. trying to like mend fences kind of thing
3: okay. so mason's just going to slug his back like a shot so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> god damn it that's the good stuff <laughs> All right, so this is gonna be sixty-five.
2: Wow, that's pretty good.
1: Oh, fucking seventy-five. <laughs> um,
2: that's not good. <laughs> I, I don't, He's I, still like, it's not like your BFFs, but he appreciates it. Yeah. Um, yeah. he definitely. Uh, well, you said you're leaving the bottle
1: yeah so like he so like the the, like he puts his hand out the skull puts a bottle in his hand you know he kind of like offers and shows the label he opens up the drawer and he just kind of like sets it like on the center console like in a mini bar and a yeah and a thing you know for him to like to give him the honor to pour and then he would just leave it then for him okay
2: um seems like it's pretty clear that it's his now. I'll give you a plus 10 for that. I'll count that as a success. 75. Um, That's a success. (laughs) uh, Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I I think donating a bottle of fucking ludicrously expensive liquor, you know, at least it's enough to, for him to be, uh, he's, he seems to be much more cordial for the rest of the ride. As you're sipping the Amasek, um, he's kind of, You know, pointing out things, you know, as you're going by, um, and asking you kind of more about, you know, your ship, that sort of stuff, um, just kind of chit chat. Um, but he definitely seems less stoic. So he would take
1: this gift. Yeah. He would take this opportunity at this point to, to kind of talk up Lavina and say, you know, that she was a great help and she was, you know, uh, quite attentive. Uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, it was, it was not her mismanagement of the situation, but the, you know, the uh, misunderstanding of the crew, you know, whatever. So she doesn't get in trouble.
2: Okay. Yeah, he's like, oh, of course, of course. Uh, I have no doubt in her abilities. She's a professional all the way.
1: I certainly
2: don't think this reflects poorly on her. Uh no worries on on any negative outcomes for her.
1: Excellent. I I appreciate the consideration.
2: Uh okay. So you show up at the fields. Everyone gets out. The guards are uh you know they're not they're kind of just like behind and beside um as uh roderick kind of says well navigator show show us the way as kind of a ha 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 mm-hmm. check out my turn of phrase <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at he kind of gives venari like a eh, i got him
1: <laughs> he's just like he you know he nods at him like yeah he, like like, he does
2: like a cheers with the rest and just like slugs back the very little left and then hands one to the guard and he takes the glasses back and it's like, proceed.
0: Kynock right now is doing everything he can just to not rip his hood off and melt this guy's face. <laughs> but I won't for now. And he'll just kind of give a curt nod of the head and walk towards the uh the grain station that they were previously at that uh that had the the tainted wheat
2: okay you you show up there everything's pretty i mean nothing's around at the moment like no one's around it's nighttime. nothing's happening um so this is it this is what we should inspect
0: and so yeah can i i'll find probably like the this previously strongest pile sure and um and kind of gesture toward toward it and still say silent i'm afraid of what's going to come out of my mouth okay so he'll, he'll still just kind of nod and give a a hand gesture almost almost like flipping it off kind of just like this is it
2: okay uh give me a sign essence
0: That is a 25 out of 58.
2: Okay. You detect the warp signature, for sure. Mm-hmm. However, you also detect a strong interference. And by interference, it's as if some you can still detect the warp sort of energy mm-hmm. but it's dampened significantly
0: so it's like somebody is of lesser skill is attempting to block its its potency
2: if something is blocking the potency yeah if it could be a fit yeah So it could
0: it could be it could be an object or a person. Correct. Okay.
2: Uh, and you see, yeah, his two cloaked psychers gonna go up. You see them like doing little motions and stuff, putting on a little bit of a show. (sighs) Come back, and you know they have like a little huddle. They're whispering. Um, you hear like a sort of like a. scree type communicator device thing one of the guards the guard that you
0: sorry just kind of say real quick uh, the whole time Kynok will have that like he's he's upset at the lack of ability that is going on right now and it's just more (laughs) so that depressed like this is what I have to deal with this is the level
2: that I have to deal with right now so he so he has a conversation with the two cloaked men there's a scree type alert from one of the guards the guard that you detected psyker Mm -hmm. warp presence from he walks over and starts talking uh to roderick Roderick kind of looks serious nods thinks about it he's like gentlemen would you accompany me to the transport, all of you?
0: Uh, are is the is his uh, litany coming with us?
2: Uh no. It doesn't look. No one has moved, and it doesn't look like it. Like he's usher, he's like, would you accompany me? And yeah, he's like, you know, everyone stayed attention.
1: So Venari kind of like steps in and he says, "Is there a problem?
2: Uh, do you all go? I guess willingly into the transport.
1: I don't yeah. think. Uh,
0: are we going? Are we going back to the vehicles, or is he like yeah. ushering us to the launch pad? Like, get the fuck home. no, 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 <laughs> no like
2: <laughs> into,
0: okay, into the
2: transport."
1: Yeah, I mean, Venari would step in and ask if there was a problem. I mean, I guess then...
2: I'm just waiting to make sure everyone goes or if anyone's putting up like a fuck that or, you know, if everyone goes, everyone goes, that's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't think
3: Emmaus would see anything. It's not like they pulled out their weapons and are pointing them at us, right? They're just saying, can you get to the transport?
2: Yeah, he didn't... I mean, it was him personally asking. It wasn't like... He has a discussion, and he asks if you guys would go to the transport. Yeah, I, yeah I'll go. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow Benari over to the transport. But there's no other, like, yeah, no one else. And he's like, guys, stay at attention. So, theoretically, they're staying there. Yeah. I just want to know who's doing what and how they're reacting to his request.
0: I think uh, will make a comment of uh, he'll gesture to the to the cloaked figure that has no ability. Mm-hmm. And uh and then also gesture to the guard who does.
3: Okay. And
0: he will say to the guard, he's like, you. It's time that you drop that costume. like And just kind he, of he, then kind yeah, of
2: turn with of, the cloak. He kind walk. of frown a little yeah. bit. And Roderick Gives a little bit of a like smirk and is like, After you, sir.
0: Turns with the cloak and it kind of gives that light flare, and then we'll continue on.
4: Yeah, Jarn is just going to kind of look at Robert and be like, Now you understand why we did what we had to do. And then just walks over to the transport.
2: Okay. Uh, You go to the transport, he closes the door. But asks, asked, is there a problem? Uh, Roderick sits and then crosses a leg and says, I don't know. It's quite intriguing. I know the warp is a fickle thing. But your man says that the tithe is tainted. So does one of mine. The other could not detect anything not sure who to believe i'd like to believe with enough conviction to have done what you've done that he did legitimately detect some sort of warp presence or warp corruption upon our stocks can I? my man can confirm that one of them the other not so but who knows perhaps he just can't detect it
0: can uh, Kai not cut in real quick and sure. he'll say, uh, pardon, but are you discussing about the gentleman who is putting on the charade or the one who you dressed up as a guard to keep track on us? Uh,
2: Sorry, I'm just well, trying
0: to keep the story going.
2: Of course. Uh, I'll put my cards on the table. Yes, one of the cloaked men, I assume you know which, uh, is indeed a true psyker quite talented at that. I use him when we have particularly sensitive uh, missions or uh, requests to be made. The other is a decoy, of course, and the guard uh, is indeed a psyker as well. And perhaps not as powerful, but loyal, and generally I trust him to speak the truth. So you're right. Uh, I can drop the ruse. The uh, my cloaked associate did detect, all, albeit moderate, mild signal from the grain stocks. Uh, the other detected nothing, but that's I'm- enough to concern me. Based on your story,
0: I will tell you that you you say that the other man is. Reliable and faithful. Indeed. I as well did sense yet again the taint of the, the warp upon the grains. However, this time there was something or someone attempting to disturb that connection. What do you mean? It had indeed been weakened since the last time that we had been there. It has not been that much of a time that has passed.
2: Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't make any sense for it to have weakened that much if you've detected it earlier in your exactly. visit.
0: And we also have not told anybody but you about this occurrence. So the chances that somebody has, has brought in some sort of technology that could uh, dampen or inhibit our skills is slight.
2: Are you accusing me, sir? No,
0: of course not.
2: I would, of course, never try to obscure corruption in my, under my watch. This is my land to protect. I serve Uh, these people.
0: Of course, of course. As I said, I am not blaming you. I feel that you have just as much to lose if this is indeed a corrupted crop.
2: If not more, I, I could really- be relieved of my posts and supplanted with another governor. Someone who could better take care of the Empire's need for foodstuffs and stocks now that the warp cloud has uh, cleared. I must ask you, can you detect any source, any location of this disturbance? You said that you felt uh, some weakening, some additional uh, pull of the warp receding into the West. Could that have, could that have been some part of this dampening in the effect? Could that have been what was causing your uh senses to detect uh, warp corruption it, it is
0: possible perhaps the more closer relation had amplified the signal i would suggest before to uh possibly we eliminate any other uh outcomes you said that your uh your your psycher, the the one that had been making his presence known he is the one that sensed the taint correct indeed I suggest uh, perhaps a partnership maybe uh, maybe him and I could, could discuss things and we could uh, perhaps together uh, focus our abilities and uh, just eliminate any, any possible uh, tampering within the area before we move out upon the outskirts
2: I don't see why not. I'm open to that. Brilliant. Uh, He opens the door, says, well, then back we go to investigate.
0: Uh, Kynok will put the hand up to to him first. uh, Of course, Captain, I'm sorry if this is okay with you.
1: Uh, Indeed, proceed. And try not to fuck it up. 10%. (laughs) 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 hey everybody before we close out this episode i'd like to remind you again that we do have two sponsors for the show both birds of a feather coffee and thing 12 games birds of a feather coffee is a small batch craft coffee roaster when you order your legendary brew it's roasted when you order so you're guaranteed to get the freshest coffee possible We also have Thing 12 games. Uh, They make smaller, lighter fare. Uh, They have the Dice of series, both Dice of Crowns and Dice of Pirates. You have Seals of Cthulhu, rapidly approaching conclusion. You can get that on pre-order now. It's a two-person bluffing game with a Cthulhu theme to it. Uh, They also have Click Click Boom, which is a fun party game. It's a game of clicks, bluffs, and booms. Uh, So if you check those out, we'd appreciate it. Uh, If you use code LEGENDS10 at either site, you're going to get 10% off your order. And uh, we appreciate you uh, supporting the sponsors and supporting the show. Thanks. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.